Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Performance and results perpetuate success, folks. Great all exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all that, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. This is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of wait for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic, today I want to ask a question. And this is a serious question that I want everybody to answer. And everybody has an answer for themselves. Here's the question. Are you a player or a cheerleader? I want to let that one sink in. Are you a player or a cheerleader? And I'll explain where this is coming from in a minute. First of all, let me tell you about it. I have a daily motivation text message. Yes, a daily motivation text message. Message is guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point that I send out every single morning to everyone who's in my text community. If you want to be in my text community and get this message, it's going to keep you focused, sharp, and on point every single day. All you got to do is the following. Text me at my number. Here's the number. 305-384-6894. And then every day when I send out the daily motivation text, because you are in my text community and only because you are in my text community, you're going to be receiving this message. So text me at that number right now. It is listed down below in the show notes so that when I send the next daily motivation text, because you're on the list, you will be receiving it. And the other thing is at workwhenyourgame.net, this is specifically for the business people, those of you who are serious about taking your income to your next level. And you know that you're going to need to get strategic and systematizing your business in order to do it. I want you to watch that training right now because I'm going to tell you exactly what the process is for doing it. And at the end of that training, I'm going to tell you how you can get on a call with me and we can talk about how you can actually apply this to your business specifically. All of that is taking place at workwhenyourgame.net. The links to both of those things, text and workwhenyourgame.net are down below in the description, but you should be able to remember workwhenyourgame.net. How could you forget that? Anyway, let's get into the topic. Are you a player or a cheerleader? Now, this concept is not new to me. 
I actually have talked about this for a long time. I did an article way back in probably around 2000 and maybe 2013 or 14. Title of the article was The Stage and the Audience. I've done episodes on this concept. In my book, Work on Your Game, I talked about this. I dedicated an entire section just to this part right here in the section on confidence. It came up to me, this type topic flared up again recently because there was an exchange that I had on Twitter a few weeks back from when I'm recording this. So it would be a, maybe a month or two from when you're hearing it, where I made some comment about some celebrity and a few people, random people, piped up to kind of defend this celebrity who I had mentioned because they felt like I was saying something to know in some way disparage this person's name. Whether I was or not doesn't actually matter. The point is that they stepped up to defend this person. And what was interesting to me was how passionate and defensive these people and many people get when it comes to defending some famous person that an individual is a fan of. When this famous person who is being defended, the people who are defending the person, that celebrity, that famous person doesn't even know that you exist. That actor or actress or politician or athlete has no idea that you even exist on this planet, yet you are getting so excited and passionate to defend them. And you don't put that same energy into your own life. And it led to what we're going to discuss here today. And again, the question is, this is the topic. Are you a player or a cheerleader? Point number one. Here's the question. Are you a bigger fan of other people than you are of yourself? I put this in my book, Work On Your Game. I did a whole section just on this part right here on the concept of confidence because I have found that many people would rather cheerlead for someone else to be successful than they would to put that same energy into creating their own success. And there's a real reason for doing it. So here's another question, a follow-up question. It's the first question. Who do you believe in more? Do you believe in your favorite politician, entertainer, athlete, or you more? Which one do you believe in more? You can believe in both, but which one do you believe in more? Who do you think has a better chance of success? Steph Curry or you? Who do you believe in more? Taylor Swift or yourself? I mean, I think this is a very important question that I ask all the time. And when I see people you know, getting very excited to try to defend some person who doesn't even know that you're alive. And it usually, when I ask this question, it usually is very effective in shutting people up, especially the type of people who, similar to these people who spoke up and tried to defend a celebrity on Twitter in this situation I'm referring to from recently. See, the person who you're defending on Instagram comment or in YouTube or wherever you're you know, going back for somebody about some famous person, that person is not on social media or anywhere else on the planet for that matter, defending you or anything about you. Because if they don't even know you exist, how can they defend you? Even if they do know you exist, they don't put nearly as much energy into talking about you and defending you as you are putting into talking about and defending them. Most of the time, they don't even know that you're there. But I already know the answer to the question. My original question here, we're still on point in the morning. The original question was, who do you believe in more, your favorite athlete, entertainer, politician, or do you believe in yourself? I already know the answer to the question. I already know why the situation is the situation. So I'm kind of posing this as a rhetorical question, but it's not rhetorical for you. As I told you in episode 2286, the reason why celebrity is celebrity is because most human beings do not want the burden and the responsibility of being the person who everybody is watching and living vicariously through. Most people don't want to be that individual. Everybody says they want to be that individual, but most people do not want to be that person. And here's why. Because if I'm that person, let's say I'm the person that people are on social media arguing for and defending and you know, talking about and getting mad if somebody says something disparaging about my name. If I'm that individual, 
Guess what that requires? That requires that I show up and deliver at a certain level and that I do so consistently. Most people do not want that responsibility. So what they do instead of taking on the responsibility of being that guy or that girl is they live their lives through other people. All right, this is why celebrity is celebrity. The reason celebrities are who they are is not because they're necessarily smarter or better or more talented than their fans. It's because their fans don't want the responsibility of being the celebrity. So they get behind the celebrity so they can live vicariously through the famous person instead of living vicariously through themselves. And this is exactly the question that I was asking in my book, Work On Your Game. Who are you more of a fan of? Who do you believe in more? Who do you think has more chances of success, them or you? The answer for most people is them, the other person. They won't say this because they'll feel like an asshole. They have to say it out loud, but they believe it to be true. Look at their actions. They tell you. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is are you a player or a cheerleader? Number two. Some people will attempt when I say something like this, and I've seen this happen many times, and usually it's from in a peculiarly, usually from young men that this happens, and they try to deflect. And here's the deflection that they make. They'll say something like, when I pose this question, they'll say, well, look, Dre, all I'm doing is I'm supporting other people. You no, know, I'm happy for another person to be successful. And by supporting them, you know, they feel like that's kind of the down payment that they need to make, the fan. The fan feels like they need to make this down payment of supporting a famous person because that's going to set them up for success. So if I get on Instagram and I defend Beyonce, that means it's going to give me a better chance of becoming a possible, the next possible Beyonce. Now, that's what they say. This is the deflection and the explanation, the rationalization that a lot of cheerleaders give for being cheerleaders is that, okay, I'm going to cheer for another person to be successful because the more I cheer for other people, that means I'm setting myself up to be successful. No, you give support and you will get support in the past. This is what people say. Here's what I say. Bullshit. That's bullshit. And let me tell you why it's bullshit. It's not because it's wrong to support another person. All right. I'm fans of certain people. I've done virtual mentors episodes on people who I like their stuff. I support their stuff. I want to see them become successful because I like what they did. And I like to draw from their success and their experiences and their insights and use them for my own purposes. So I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being supportive or a fan of or wanting to see another person succeed. However, the argument that supporting another person and being a cheerleader for another person is as in some way, shape or form makes you more righteous than another person or as if it's the down payment on your success or you need to do this because it's going to make you more eligible to be a successful person yourself is complete bullshit. Let me tell you how it's bullshit. The person who you're cheerleading for, the successful person who you are cheerleading for, let me ask you this question. Did they ever come to your game and clap for you? Are they on Instagram in the comments arguing to defend you? Did they ever go to your website and buy something from you? The answers are no, no, and no. And here's the thing. Look at all the success they got. They ain't cheering for you, but they got success. So clearly, cheerleading for another person is not a prerequisite for success. And being a cheerleader for another person doesn't mean that you will fail, but it damn sure doesn't mean you're going to be successful just because you did it. All right, this is a weak excuse that people use so that they can rationalize being a cheerleader instead of focusing on what they need to do. So there was whoever I was talking about when this the situation on Twitter, it was a black celebrity. I do remember celebrity was being black. And the person who was responding to me, I don't know who it was because, you know, on Twitter, you know, you can't see people don't have their real names or real faces on their platforms. I don't know who this person was, but they were saying, well, you know, Dre, you saying this thing about the person might be what's wrong with the black community. He tried to use the black. He tried to use the black, try to guilt me and talking about oh, black this and black that. And looking at this and this is why I said it. 
a lot of times it's males that try to use this argument. Well, I'm supporting the other person and we just got to be supportive of each other. And that's what allows us to have success. Well, the person who you're supporting, did they ever buy anything from you? They ever support you? Did they ever cheer for you? Did they ever defend you? If you can't answer the question in the affirmative immediately, then clearly your logic is off here. This is a logical fallacy that you're pushing here that you got to support that other person because that perpetuates success. No, it doesn't. It does not perpetuate success. Performance and results perpetuate success, folks. Remember what business we're in. Our performance and a results-based business. We are not in a cheering-based business. In other words, let me say this as clearly as possible. You do not have to be a cheerleader for anyone for you to become successful. I'm not saying it is wrong if you want to be a cheerleader, but being a cheerleader does not make you a successful individual, nor does it mean you will become a successful individual. If you are cheerleading for another person, fine. Just say that that's what you're doing. But don't try to rationalize it and try to make it seem like it's some fucking righteous thing that you're doing and it makes you better than somebody who's not cheerleading. No, it doesn't. All it does is give you an excuse to not focus on what you need to do for yourself. That's what it's actually doing. And it's a weak excuse that I see so often. And again, it's interesting that I see it more from males than I even see from females. I wouldn't even expect that. But this is just the phenomenon and the way that it works out. But moving on to point number three. Today's topic, once again, are you a player or a cheerleader? This is a rhetorical question from me to you. It's not a rhetorical question from you to you. Number three, here's why this happens. All right, because I'm basically going to answer my own questions here. The reason why this happens is because it is much easier to sit on the sidelines in life and cheer for what other people are doing than it is to put the pressure and focus on yourself and demand that same level of excellence from the person in the mirror. You see, it's easier to sit on the sideline and cheer for LeBron to play great in the game than it is to look in the mirror and tell yourself you need to play great in the game. It's easier to get excited and argue and fight tooth and nail over the policies of your favorite politician than it is for you to look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to become the person that other people get excited about and interested in and have to argue for or against. It's much easier to put that on somebody else than it is to put it on you. This is why I told you in episodes number 2284 and 2286, why the masses get so excited about politics, entertainment, sports, and celebrity in general. Why do the masses of people get so excited about these things? Why do people spend so much time watching TV? Why do people get so excited over politics these days? Why do people get so fanatical about sports? I remember I saw LeBron James speaking of him. He was playing in this recreational summer league that happens in LA every year. It's called the Drew League. It's probably the most popular summer recreational basketball league. Basically like a neighborhood league that you know anybody can play in theoretically. I mean, you got to be good to get on the team. But anyway, LeBron James announced that he was going to play in this league. Now he plays in Los Angeles, so he was going to go play in this league. So it was a big deal. And I remember I was looking on, on social media and LeBron had announced ahead of time he was going to be playing in the league. So media went to follow this because this is news. This is a news item that people get excited about. So the media goes and they're following it. And they're at the gym where this league takes place, which is like a high school gym. And there was a line like around the block of people who camped out outside of the building ahead of the opening of the gym just so they could get in there and they could see LeBron James play. And they're showing a video and the video is people just sitting in line, snaking around the building. And I'm looking at the video and I see people there like standing. It wasn't anything crazy. I mean, they're they're standing there, they're sitting there. They got on LeBron t-shirts, LeBron jerseys, Lakers hats, Lakers gear, LeBron sneakers and all this stuff. And I remember watching it and 
y'all just got to understand something about me. I look at things a little bit differently than the way the average people look at things. And I'm looking at that and I'm thinking to myself, these people are taking time out of their day and they're you know, staking out their Saturday. They probably just heard about this two days ago because it was announced like the day before that he was going to play in the game. And they put on their LeBron jerseys and their LeBron sneakers, and they're going to go and sit in this gym to watch him play in this jointed summer recreational game. Because I watched some of the game. I looked at some of the game on TV. And I've been to these games in person, not the ones in L.A., but they have a league like that in Miami. And I've played in these leagues myself. And so I know from experience, these games are not high-quality basketball. It's basically two guys playing one-on-one, but everybody else is watching. And they try to get the highlights, and they put it on Instagram, make it seem like you missed this movie of a game when it really wasn't that at all. But anyway, I remember I'm looking at this and I'm like, these people, they will put more into him than they even put into themselves. Now, do I think everybody who was standing in line is that? No, I'm not saying that. Maybe it was a parent there, their kid wanted to go see LeBron and nothing wrong with that. I hope if I was that age at this time, I hope my parent would bring me to go see him too. This is my chance to get as close as I'm going to get to him because I can't pay $2,000 for tickets to a Lakers game. I get it. But the reason why people get so excited about the stuff that we see on TV and the people who are on TV is because they can live vicariously through them. It's much easier to put it on them and hope that they succeed than to put it on ourselves and hope that we succeed because now you got responsibility. Now you got to live up to that. Now you got to be that good every day. And that's a job. It ain't a privilege. It's a job. I mean, it is a privilege, but it's a job too. All right. That's what we call the third day. See that book right there? The third day is when you realize like, damn, I got to do this every day. Okay. This ain't as easy as I thought it was going to be. Right, that's what LeBron got to do. That's what your favorite politician has to do. That's your favorite actor or actress has to do. That's what your favorite celebrity has to do. They got to be that person every day. Do you want that responsibility? Most people's answer, regardless of what their mouths say, most people's brains say, no, I do not want that responsibility. So you know what? Let me go get me a nice seat in the bleachers over here so I can cheer for them to be that person because I ain't trying to be that. I don't want that responsibility. Most people do not want that kind of expectation hanging over their head. So they go find a person who does want it and they live through them. All right. Let me become a fan. I'm supporting them. All right. That's fine. Listen, let me be clear. It's fine if this is what you want to do, folks. I'm not saying you're wrong for doing this. It better be fine because most people live like this. Right? Most human beings live this way. What I'm describing right now, there's somebody listening to this right now who I'm describing you. Now, I'm not condemning you. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with you. You can make whatever choice you want. You can live however you want to live. I'm just letting you know. This is how most people live. So if you live like this, don't think there's anything wrong with you. You're actually part of the majority. It's those of you who understand exactly what I'm saying. And you're like, Dre, I'm with you. I could never be that person cheerleading for somebody else harder than I'm cheerleading for myself. All right, you all are the exceptions. All right, most people ain't like us. Most people don't think that way. Because if it wasn't fine for me to understand this and accept this truth this of human nature, then I would go crazy because there are too many people guilty of it. Then what am I going to do? Stand on the corner and yell at the clouds because everybody's doing it. The question I'm asking and the person who I'm looking for, now the person who I want to work with, the person who I want to help take to the next level is not the cheerleader. It's the person who is okay with that level of expectation being on your shoulders that you got to be that girl or that guy on a day-to-day basis. And you're looking for people who are on the same path who can help you get there. That's the person who I'm looking for. If you're the other type of person, it's all good. Good. You could be a cheerleader for me. All right. I'll gladly accept you. I appreciate you. But I ain't no cheerleader. And I'm looking for the people who are thinking the same thing that I'm thinking. All right, this is for a select few. This ain't for everybody. That's something else that I say all the time here on the show. This is not for everybody. It's for a select percentage of the population, the people who want to be in the game, not the people who want to get a buy a ticket and you know, get yourself a seat and pull your phone out and film what everybody else is doing. No, I'm looking for the people who want to get filmed, metaphorically speaking, of course. All that said, 
Let's recap today's class, which is, are you a player or a cheerleader? I talked about this in my book, Work On Your Game, and this has happened more than once over the years. And people, random people who you have no idea who they are, feeling like they need to defend some famous person who doesn't even know that you exist. And led to what we're talking about here today. Number one, are you a bigger fan of other people than you are of yourself? This is just a question you should ask yourself. Who do you believe in more? Your favorite celebrity slash entertainer slash politician, athlete, or do you believe in you? Who do you believe in more? If you had to put your money on somebody, would you put it on you or would you put it on them? Now, most people will probably not say them out loud, but look at most people's actions. The answer is them. I told you in episode 2286, celebrity is what it is because most people rather live through other people than live through themselves. Point number two. Some people attempt to deflect from this question by saying that they are supporting the other person. Women got to support women or we got to support other black people or you got to support other fill in the blank, whatever connection you feel like you have with this person. We got to support other people or if you're not supporting, you're a hater or you're negative and all this stuff. That's the justification and the rationalization people come up with for their actions. My answer to that is bullshit because the person who you're supporting, how much time did they spend supporting you before they became successful? The answer is zero. They don't even know that you exist. So clearly, being a quote unquote supporter or cheerleader is not a prerequisite for success because the person who you're cheerleading for didn't cheer for you and they're successful. So how do you explain that? Point number three, it's much easier to sit on the sidelines and cheer for what other people are doing than it is to put the pressure on yourself and demand that same level of excellence and consistency from yourself. I talked about this in episodes 2284 and 2286, that it's much easier to live vicariously through other people than it is to live through you. And it's completely fine. And this is just straight up human nature, folks. Uh, what I'm explaining is just human nature. And it better be fine with me because most people live like that. If it wasn't fine, then I would go crazy because I'd be looking around seeing all these people doing it. It's like, what the hell are y'all doing? I have to be okay with this. But what I'm also okay with is the fact that I know that I'm fishing for the few people who are the exceptions who don't think like this or the type of people who are listening to me and saying, Dre, I think the same thing. I'm glad you brought it up. I ain't no cheerleader. I don't want to sit in the bleachers. I want to be in the damn game. I want to be out here getting seen and doing stuff, not being the person seeing and watching other people do stuff. If you're that type of individual, you're exactly who I make my material for. Now, all that said, text me to get my daily motivation straight to your phone. My number is 305-384-6894 and go to workingyourgame.net so we can talk about how you can take that player mentality and systematize it and put a process to it so that you can get to your next level and your next level and your next level in a systematized, structured way. Again, that's at workingyourgame.net. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.